My name is Maria, and I'd like to welcome you to In the Word with Maria. This is a podcast where we explore the Word of God. And since the Bible is a life book, let us get familiar with the verses that are within it and apply them into our own lives, all the while we grow in relationship with God. Let's do this together. So today I want to share um, a little testimony and a little um, uh, look inside my life, but I hope that you take away something from it that leads you closer to the Lord. So um, as we know, last year, 2020, goes without mention that it was quite an eventful year and it rocked um, it rocked the world <laughs> and it came quite suddenly and it shook some of our schedules and it shifted some things around for us and um, it led us to do things in ways that we were not accustomed to doing them and really it, it it led us to think quickly on our feet and so I'm a mother um, I know many of you listening to me right now are parents and you know how that affected our children and their schooling situation um, and I'm also a student I'm also a full-time student in college myself um, I, I like to say that I am blessed because one I am but also when um, all this happened um, I was blessed to be in the exact circumstances that I was in because I didn't have to go to work, um, but I did have to do homework and I had to do research and read and do assignments right at the same time that I became a full-time um, teacher for my kids. Um, they started to go to school online. Um, I, take, I take back the word full-time as the teachers at the campus do a lot. Um, but I did have to stay home and help my children, especially the most, uh, the, the youngest one, um, help them to go to school and comprehend and do all their work on time. And so a great time of, of my day went to uh, making that happen. And um, this could be the same case for so many of you guys uh, listening right now. Now, at the same time that that happened, I also, um, you know, I'm a part of this revival line. I'm also a leader for the Courageous Youth Ministry. And um, I had a, a few other things um, in the ministry that were on my hands and that I was responsible for. I'm responsible for, right? And so um, the sudden shift of, of, schedules and things um uh it took quite a while to become accustomed to on top of the fact that i'm a i'm a wife um and i have uh, my wifely duties to tend to and um i'm a i'm a housekeeper naturally as a wife i don't know why that automatically becomes the wife's job but it it is it is what it is right and i've been married for 14 years and it has not been any different in the last 14 years so it i don't suspect that it will change <laughs> but i am responsible for keeping my house running and in order that's our first ministry right and so all of this piled up together there was one day when it just kind of came to a bottleneck and it was just a lot of uh pressure uh inside of me um i've always believed myself to be a strong person um so i have I struggle asking for help, and this might be you too listening. You struggle asking for help. Um, but our helper is who? Our helper is Holy Spirit, right? So um, there was one day, and I'll never forget this, last year um, in, in the fall, I was um, standing in front of my washer and dryer, 
feeling sorry for myself, having a little self-pity party, party of one, right? Just, uh, you know, talking to God at the same time as I'm kind of just venting like, Lord, I have so much going on. I don't have time to do anything. I don't have time to take care of myself. On top of I'm trying to make sure everybody eats three times a day. I have all these dishes. I have all this laundry. I have all this homework. I have to make sure that my child does his homework, that my daughter goes to class on time. God forbid, Lord, that for any reason they start acting crazy because I ain't got no time for that. And all of this other, just all this stuff going through my mind. And I kid you not, I I heard these words from Holy Spirit. Martha, Martha. Oh, Lord Jesus, that was all it took. I, I just broke down. And I've read the story of Martha and Mary. I'm sure if you've been in church in any amount of time, you have heard the story of Martha and Mary too. And sometimes we're Martha and sometimes we're Mary. And particularly that day, and I suspect for quite some time leading up to that moment, I was being a Martha. And I, I felt like a Martha after I reread the story. And this was just God's gentle redirection towards what's important. So I want to read to you today the story of Martha and Mary. And I hope that it... Um, it helps you too, um, and that you can take something from it. And we're just going to discuss it and, and um, talk about it for a little bit, and hope uh, you know, hope that you take away something from it. That that you are led closer to the Lord through this. And then, if you're feeling like a Martha, that you will uh, be gently redirected towards more of a balanced Mary. So we're going to the Luke, uh, the book of Luke. Chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. And um, we see here, we start with verse 38. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came, oops, I lost my line. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So, Mary chose what is better. What was what did Mary choose? Mary chose to sit at the feet of Jesus, listening to what He had to say. She had a first dibs, uh, first row, front seat to Jesus. She was sitting at His feet. Other translations say um, Mary also sat at the feet of. Jesus listening to what he said. So what what is this saying? This is saying that Martha was preoccupied with the logistics of Jesus coming to her house. She wanted everything to be right and perfect. Think about it. If uh, Jesus was coming to your house, um, would you not? I mean, Jesus, uh, Holy Spirit better be living in your house right now. 
But if Jesus uh, in the in the flesh, you know, put yourself in her shoes back in the day was going to walk into your house. Um, you know, you'd want things to be in order. You'd want him to have somewhere comfortable to sit and stay and uh, a good meal to eat. Certainly enough for everybody. Um, he was not coming alone. He had company with him. And so she wanted to be like every good host and she wanted to host him well. Um, now, in the other translations where it says Mary also sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, that tells us that Mary also was in the kitchen and in the home making preparations to receive Jesus, but she found the appropriate uh, amount. She found the appropriate time to say, "Okay, now it's time to sit at Jesus's feet." You know, obviously, maybe when he arrived, right? We would assume. In other words, the Bible is not telling us that we ought to not be worried about the things that call for our attention. You know, like our housework, our, our marriage, our children, our ministries, and places where we have responsibilities at. He's not saying that, no, no. He's not saying don't do that. But what he's telling us is that there is room for both if we can just find the balance. And I do dare say that it's been my experience uh, and others in the body of Christ who I've also um, communed with and spoke with would say that when we give the Lord the best of our time, not the rest of our time, but when we give the Lord the best of our time, we in turn get the best of the Lord, which we can see here, Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, uh, at the feet of Jesus, listening to what he had to say, she had the best seat in the house, right? So because she chose the better thing, she gets the better thing. Now, we might find ourselves in that situation right now because things have not changed very much from 2020 until today. And we still have, um, we still have all of those responsibilities. They don't suddenly go away because the year flips, right? They still remain our responsibilities. But I want to share with you today what I found through this verse and through that moment was that when I dedicate to the Lord my best time, I get the best from the Lord. And believe it or not, he seems to expand time. Um, there's always more time at the end of the day. Uh, I, people ask me, how do you have time to still work out and cook three meals a day and do everything that you do? I don't know other than this. I give the Lord my best time. My best time is not the same as your best time. Everybody's best time is different. My best time happens to be at 4.30 in the morning. From 4.30 in the morning to 5.30, 6.30, depends on how long I stay in the Word. You know that another name for Jesus is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, right? So in the beginning was the Word, and then we, uh, I just, I love that verse, but when I spend my time humbly, in the word, giving the word simultaneously, the Bible and Jesus Christ at the same time, my best time at 4.30 in the morning till 5.30 or 6.30. And then by the time I know the alarms already rang, I get the best of my day because it carries me through the day. The word is our bread, is, is, is our substance, right? It's what carries us through. And when I spend that time with Jesus and I spend that time in the word of God, I open up my Bible and I read and I let it, um, I, I come humbly with it saying, I know nothing. 
I know nothing. I have nothing. I am nothing without this word, without Jesus. I'm nothing. Now I open up this Bible and I start reading and I let it fill me up. And I let it give me comfort and strength and edification and substance, you know, like the bread it is. It carries me through the day and it helps me to be focused on what's more important, right? Whatever happens today, whatever goes haywire or crosswire or kaput, I have spent already the best of my time with the Lord. So the Lord knows what's best. If something goes crazy, if something doesn't work out, if I don't get to put that load in, if I don't get to do that meal I was planning on, if we don't get to turn in that assignment, if, you know, I, I don't get, um, you know, to sit down and write a, a schedule or, or a word or what I had planned um, to, to give at service that week for our youth, it's okay because God has a plan and God's giving his, me his best. So I, I trust, I trust in the Lord now when I have given him, um, that priority, when I choose him, when I choose the better thing, I trust that I'm getting the better thing, right? So I I share this with you guys to let you guys know that there is a priority and the priority is in Jesus. Our priority should always be on God and it should be on the word of God and what God has to say and what God has to to give us and show us for that day or, you know, as we've come to know this past year, uh, it's kind of a day by day thing. We're living our lives in a day by day basis. Of course, we have our long term goals and we have our plans and we we uh, have our ways. But, you know, uh, like the word says that we make our plans and it's the Lord that establishes our ways. Right. Um, we kind of just have to stay fluid and flexible to what God is doing. But we must never forget to be at the feet of Jesus, right? And to still give him that time that no matter what happens and no matter how busy things get and no matter how many things are calling for our time and our attention that he gets the first, right? And um, I hope that this reaches somebody and that it touches somebody. So when you when you see other people doing, and this is something that we see in this, in this, um, in these verses as well, when, when uh, Martha says, um, uh, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. It's kind of like she's comparing where she's at, where she's at busy with everything. And, and Mary is enjoying, um, you know, her little sit down quiet, you know, her little sit down time with the Lord, listening to what he has to say. She's comparing all of her responsibilities and everything that she has to do and all her busyness to her calmness and quietness, right? And so when we get into this, uh, this cycle of comparing ourselves to other people and perhaps what they have to do, um, we become even more stressed, a little bit more frustrated. So the best thing to do is just to focus on the Lord and your life and, and your responsibilities and find that balance and find that break to give the Lord the best time. Your best time is probably different. Your, your time to break things, uh, to, to have your break is maybe at another time, right? But that is the time that you have set apart to give to God and to be with God and to be at his feet and to be humbly before him um, and not be demanding of him that he stops what 
everybody else is doing uh, to come in and give to you, right? It's like, no, 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 just do what she did. Just balance things out, take a break and spend some time with me. And um, so I say all that just really to say that, that, that we need to just give the Lord our best time, spend our time in the word, spend our time with Jesus, really just talking to him. And as we go by our day, um, even after, you know, we've spent that time in prayer and we spend that quiet time with Jesus and we don't just, um, we're not when we're we're with Jesus, we're not just, uh, telling him all our problems and, and everything that, you know, is going on that we can't deal with or that we need. There is also a listening, you know, because she sat at his feet listening. So you're also hearing back from him and it opens up the, the, the communication line, let's just call it that, that when you are going through your day, you can still keep talking to him. Just like I was in front of that washer and dryer, even though I was sounding a lot like Martha, I was, I still had an open channel of communication where I could hear from him. And he very clearly spoke to me those two words, Martha, Martha, and it led me back to him. So Keep the dialogue open and give the Lord your best time, whatever time that happens to be in the day, figure it out. Chances are that if you're waking up sometime in the middle of the night, unable to go back to sleep, that is the time the Lord has chosen for you, (laughs) that that would be your time. That would be your hour to be in prayer, to be with him, to read the word, or to just, um, sit there, um, open the line of communication and see what the Lord has to say to you. Give him your, your, your troubles and your prayers and, or open up the word and let it, let it touch you. Right. Second is keep that line of communication open that you can listen to him. What, what is he telling you? Where is he guiding you? Where is he taking you? And, um, and let it comfort you and let it lead you to where you need to be, to where you need to be focused at. And then lastly is, um, is where was I going? Where was the last one? (laughs) Having faith, having faith and complete trust in the Lord that everything is working out the way it needs to be because you've already given him that you've already given him your time. You've already given him your devotion and you've been listening to him throughout the day and that you're trusting that he is giving you the best because you've chosen the best. Okay. And that that will not be taken away from you. So I hope that today's word, um, encourages, encourages you, um, exhorts you, edifies you, comforts you. And that if this is something that you can share with someone else, that this will help somebody else out. Maybe, you know, a Martha in your life, um, you want to share this with her right? Share it with her. Don't just take it all in for yourself and keep it all for yourself. Share it with somebody. Now, I also want to say that the beginning of a relationship with Jesus Christ and before we can sit at the feet of Jesus, we ought to make him the Lord of our life. And that is the very first step. So if you're listening to me today and you have not received the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you would like to, I ask that you repeat this prayer with me say this. God, thank you for loving me. I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. I believe that your son Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for my sins and he resurrected from the dead on the third day. I put my faith only in Christ to forgive me and save me for my sins. I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. 
I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, our time together today has come to an end. But listen, if this message blessed you, please share it with somebody you love. And don't forget to click the subscribe button. I pray that the Lord bless you and he keep you. And I pray that his favor, his grace, and his mercy follow you all the days of your life. Until next time, goodbye.